Hey everyone, this is Pastor Sam with Heritage Baptist Church in the Fresh Take Podcast, and we're excited to be bringing week number two of our friendship series to you on our podcast here. Uh, this week's going to be entitled The Good, the Bad, and the Unfriendly. It's a look at the three types of friends that we can be. Also, if you would just take the time, go ahead and find us on Facebook and like our page, The Fresh Take Podcast. We would love to hear from you. We would also love for you to share this with your friends. We're just getting off the ground, so this is how we're going to promote ourselves. It's through you all, the listeners, so we're very excited. Just please, please help us by doing that. Like our page on Facebook, share it with your friends, and let's get started. Podcast. This is also week two of our friendship series that we've been doing. Uh, last week we talked about uh, what it means to be a friend, how to kind of make friends, but also checking in on our friends and how important that is to take time to make sure our friends are okay, take time to strengthen our friendships with the people around us, and just identifying what actually makes a friend, not just an acquaintance. And so this week we're going to talk about uh, three kinds of friends, and we've entitled The Good, The Bad, and The Unfriendly. We're super excited about this one, and I'm ready to jump right in. I think the first thing that we need to talk about and the first question we need to ask is, what kind of friend am I? What kind of friend am I? If I was to be honest, if I was to be serious with myself and not just think of myself in a very high way, would I be able to say that I'm a good friend? And what does a good friend look like? And so maybe you want to comment below, but um, let me know. What, what characteristic defines a good friend? What's the first one that comes to mind? I think for myself, I would say consistency. Consistency is huge because consistency means I'm going to be there repeatedly. I'm not just going to show up when things are good, I'm, you know, or, or I'm going to show up through one of the bad times, but I'm also just going to be there whenever you need me. That's consistency. It's, it's deciding that we are going to be there no matter the situation, no matter what I need to sacrifice. If I'm going to be a good friend, I'm going to be there. I read this quote the other day and it says this, fake friends are like shadows, always near at your brightest moments, nowhere to be seen in your darkest hour. And that is spot on because you really do find out who your friends are when you go through struggles. And if I'm going to be a good friend, I'm going to be consistently there for my friend when they fall short. I'm going to be consistently there for my friend when they go through anxiety, when they go through times that they just don't understand. And I'm not just talking about like being there for them, giving them answers, because we, I think we can all agree that when we're going through hard times, sometimes we don't need the fix. Now, we should be able to listen, right? But we just we don't need somebody to come along and fix it. Sometimes we just need somebody to be there with us through it. And that's what really comes to mind when I think of this verse in Ecclesiastes. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 10. And this verse really defines, I think, what it means to be a good friend. And it says this, For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he is not another to help him up. Did you catch that? Like, for if they fall, the one will lift up the other. That's the amazing thing about having good friends 
It doesn't matter what you're going through. They're going to be there for you. I think a big problem in society today is we've become very envious of our friends. So like when we go through hard times and they're going through good times, we, we get envious of that. You know, and we, we kind of we might lash out. We might get upset. We might think, well, you know, how come they get it so easy and we have it so rough? But this verse shows us that no matter what one or the other is going through, we need to be there for each other. If your friend's going through a, a good patch in life, celebrate that. Celebrate their victories. That's what good friends do. We consistently are there for them. We consistently celebrate their victories. But we also need to be there for them through the hard times. Let's not be shadows, right? Let's not just be the ones that show up in the good times and then aren't seen in the dark times. But let's truly be there for one another. You know, let's lift one another up just in case. You know, if they fall, we're right there to help them. And right there to help pick up the pieces and and move forward and not just have the answer all the time. Because I know that gets frustrating. It's like you just want somebody to listen to you. I mean, my wife tells me that all the time, right? Those of you that are married out there, you understand this, that they, they don't always need the answers. They don't always need the fix. What they need is somebody to be there for them. And that, I think, is really what makes a good friend. Someone that can consistently be there for each other. And you need people like this in your life. God created this life for you to be able to survive by giving you friends, by giving you qualities to possess and to be in order to be friendly to others. But the thing is, a lot of times we, we convince ourselves that we're so busy, that we don't need friends, that we can do it alone. And we do like this lone wolf thing where we, you know, are the one man wolf pack and we're just going to do it all on our own. And, you know, we don't need anybody else's help. But the truth is we do. We need help. And we have to be able to be humble enough to accept that, that you and I need help in life. And if we're going to be a good friend, we will understand that not only are we going to be there consistently, not only are we going to celebrate little victories, not only are we going to be there through for our friends through the hard times, but we are truly going to decide, you know what, I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. I need help. Now, it goes against everything I think in our being to ask for help. I mean, remember like in school when the teacher uh, would ask a question and she, you know, nobody would want to give the answer because nobody would be, want to be wrong in front of somebody. But she also always asked that question, does, does everybody understand? Does anybody need to explain this further? And like even if you had no idea what was going on, you were not going to ask for help because you would just figure it out. I think we try to go about life like that, even if we have no idea what's going on in our life, what's happening, and we don't know where to go. It's like we refuse to ask for help, and we have to get over that. That's a bad quality to possess, somebody that cannot ask for help, because that's pride. Pride says, I can handle this on my own, and pride brings us to being a bad friend. That's not a part of the good friend. That's a part of the bad friend, right? The one that's prideful, the one that can't accept help, that won't ask for help, that doesn't want uh, any help doing anything. I can handle it my own. That's a problem. We have to understand, hey, let's be consistent. You know, let's be consistent in our walk, but also let's be able to ask for help from our friends. If you need help, ask for it. And if you're a good friend and somebody asks you for help, go help them. Be there for them. Like, what's like the one thing that we all... Just, man, we, we, we kind of cringe when our friends ask us for help on. I know for me, it was like moving. 
I've had friends that have moved, you know, multiple times. Uh, and it's just like helping our friends move might be the worst thing ever. <laughs> we had, you, you're coming and you're having to like help them move their entire life. You're, you're having to help them move their giant furniture. It's just like, it's such a pain. But the thing is, it goes a long way. And, and when your friend asks you to do something, let's be there for them. That's what we're called to do if we're going to be a good friend. Now, there's a good friend, but there's also the bad friend, right? And that kind of brings me to another verse that I want to, to bring up. And that's out of 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. And, you know, this verse, I think, really shows us what a bad friend looks like. And it's in verse number 33. And it says this. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Right? Be not deceived. Don't lie to yourself. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Well, what's evil communication? Um, listen, I'm a pretty sarcastic person. Right? And a lot of time my sarcasm gets me in trouble in this friendship arena. Because, like, not only am I sarcastic all the time, but, like, when I'm not being sarcastic, I'm not taken seriously. Right? But even beyond that, evil communication can be something like gossip. Evil communication can be something like talking about that friend because they're going through a hard time. Talking about that friend because you don't understand the, the decisions that they're making. Right? Like, to be a good friend, yeah, we have to offer tough advice sometimes. But we also, like, even when our friends don't take our advice... You know, like that doesn't give us the ability or the reason to go and talk about them and the decisions that they're making behind their back. This verse reminds us of that. Evil communication can corrupt good manners. Um, Influence is an amazing thing. Influence is an amazing thing because we're all being influenced every day by the people around us. We're all being influenced by the things that we watch. We're all being influenced by the things that we look on social media. We're being influenced. And when those influences are evil communication, guess what? It's going to corrupt us. There's this old uh, saying, it's kind of you know corny. Actually, my, my sister used to have it on a uh, youth group t-shirt that she had a long time ago. But um, the shirt said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. Because guess what? You are going to be influenced by your friends. And when you're influenced by your friends, whatever they're influencing you towards is what you're going to become. So if what they're influencing you towards is evil communication, then guess what? Your good manners are going to be out the window. If whatever they're influencing you towards is going to be negative, you're going to be a negative person. If you surround yourself with negativity, you're going to be a negative person. Now is your chance to surround yourself with real friends. You have an opportunity today and every day to make sure that the things that are influencing you in your life to become a better person, to become a better Christian, to become a better friend, those things should be at the forefront of your life. We need to stop with the evil communication. We need to stop letting the influences of the world corrupt us. Because through social media, uh, always being envious through Instagram, through all those things, right? That stuff influences us in a a major way. And even if we don't want to admit it, it does, right? And so we have to understand that this is what drives bad friendship. 
Evil communication drives bad friendship. The way that you talk to people, the way that you talk about people, what you say, it's going to destroy friendships. It's going to destroy your reputation. And your reputation, your testimony, it takes you forever to build it up and takes you like a second to lose it. One moment, one word, and you can lose everything. Everything can be corrupted by that evil communication. So we have to be careful. We don't want to be this bad friend. We don't want to be that bad friend. We want to be the good one. We want to be the one that's there for people. We want to be the one that's reinforcing uh, positivity in, in people's lives. We want to be the one that's there to help people walk through it and to share the truth with them in a loving way. That's the kind of good friend we want to be. We don't want to be this bad friend. We don't want to be the selfish friend that gets offended easily. The one that's communicating evil. The one that's influenced by all negativity. That's not what we want to be. So we have a good friend. We have a bad friend. The last thing is talking about being unfriendly. This, I think, and hear me out, Christians, but I think this is the one part of our lives that drives people away from God the most. I also believe this is the one part that drives people away from church the most, is unfriendly people. The amazing thing is, as Christians, we have the truth. We have the truth that we have a loving God that wants to uh, know and love his whole creation. And since you and I are part of that creation, God wants to love us. He wants to us to know him better. But the thing is, when somebody comes to church, when somebody gets around you, they know you're a Christian— And if you are unfriendly, you are pushing that person farther and farther away from God. And this is such a stigma in church today. Now hear me out, because I'm not saying become so open-minded that we uh, reject truth, right? That's not what I'm saying here, because in the words of a famous theologian, humble tip, you can be so open-minded that your brains will fall out. And that's not what we're talking about. You need to have truth on your side. You need to know what truth is. But I will say this. We, as a church... Sometimes we know the truth, but we don't speak it in love. And the the truth is that the truth without love is not going to bring anybody to Christ. The truth without love is not going to bring anybody to Christ. Listen, I I learned from um, while I was in college, and also you just hear, hear it a lot, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And until you can build a bridge, until you can become a friendly reminder of what God is all about, you will not win people to Christ, period. People will not come to your church. People will not want anything to do with God. People will not want anything to do with Christianity if you yourself are not a loving person. And if you're unfriendly, if you... uh, have these characteristics of being an unfriendly person, being a, you know, a bad friend, and guess what? You are driving people away from Christ. The one thing that you should be bringing them towards, you are driving them away with being unloving. So I hope today that you'll just understand this, that I'm coming from a place where I understand. I'm coming from a place where I know that I can be a better friend. I'm coming from a place that I know I need to push away the bad qualities of being a bad friend, that I need to be consistent, that I need to be loving, that I need to be friendly, and not just to bring people to Christ, but to make sure that people understand just what it means to have a good friend. I need good friends in my life, and in order to 
have good friends. We need to show ourselves friendly. So listen, today, this is, again, your chance. This is your chance to be a better friend and to understand what that takes. So I hope, I hope today, maybe you might think of it differently. I hope today that you start becoming a better friend. I hope today that you start possessing better qualities of what, and influencing people in the correct manner. Just be a better friend altogether. Take time to make the right decisions. Take time to sacrifice for other people. And let's start being better friends towards each other for the goal of gaining not only better friends, but gaining more family when it comes to Christ. Because people will listen to the truth when they hear it coming from somebody that cares about them. So let's start sharing the truth of Christ and his love by being friendly towards one another. 